Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to the Sinner and Saint, brother. On demand. A Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. And air conditioning needs. Needs, needs, needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The fan. The fan. Go to servicepatriots.com. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful radio listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. Your holiday weekend. Yeah. Damn near Christmas. Let's check it with the most important man, Will Darkens. What's going on, my man? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, so I think we're the only ones working uh, this weekend. We're uh, trying to get you all ready for sport because we got it happening. And uh, we dedicate ourselves to this. Uh, Will, what are your plans for the rest of the weekend? Are you just going to sit around and watch the Blazers be awesome? Oh, Almost definitely. I'm very much preparing for that game tonight against the Warriors. Oh man, it's very so much preparing. Do you watch? For it. Do you watch much of the uh, the game against the uh, Wizards? No, I didn't need to. What really? No. Is their fifth win? That was a, that was a winnable game. I actually am starting to get slightly concerned. <laughs> slightly, well, they lost slightly the, concerned yeah. the entire time. Well, no, I'm I'm getting slightly concerned about like Danny Morang. Oh. Gotcha. Well, yeah, you probably should have been worried sooner. Well, that's other worries. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Now now what's your concern? Like, he's actually watching these games and, like... He told me he watches every Blazers game twice. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but that's well, what he told me. Well, and if I that can imagine is true, you watch it first time in totality, and then you, you so go back... He goes to all the home games. He goes to all the home games, huh? Yeah, I believe so. Why would you do that? Uh, self-torture? Yeah, but, like, you know... I hear this a lot around this building, and a lot of people like to do this where they say, you know, a sports side of things, and us, the fan. A lot of people like to say, well, like, look, it's sports. Like, I, I want to watch it. I want, if sports is on, I want to watch sports. I want more sports all the time. You really don't have to torture yourself watching horrible sporting events. Yeah, it's true. Like, why the hell would anybody in their right mind go and watch, spend money? To go and watch the worst team in the league, or second worst, considering well, record, and then, like, the fifth worst. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, the worst right now is record-settingly bad. Yes. And uh, may not win a game the rest of the year, the Detroit Pistons. So that well, is Well, at fun. least the rest of, um, into mid-January. Did you see the rest of their schedule for, like, January? It's not good. 
Yeah, they don't like. There's no clear win no. at all. I mean, none of them are clear wins, but there's none that where you could like twist in your head and be like, "Okay, like that might be your shot." I was actually just glancing at it, but I didn't think you would want to talk about it. Okay, um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm engaged. All right, well, yeah, I mean, the Detroit Pistons. So if if people are not caught up, they are on a historic losing streak. What is it at now? I think twenty six, twenty six yeah. straight. Yep. Jeez, they stink. Uh, but the thing is, when you're that bad of a team, like obviously every game is a loss. So the Pistons are losing by an average of 14 points over their last 25 games. <laughs> God, that makes you just sick to even 14 think. points? An average of 14 points. So they're not getting close. Uh, no, that's the thing. They're, just <laughs> get, they're, getting, <laughs> they're not like there. I mean, okay, so they're, yeah, this is really bad. Um, well, I was going to say, you know, there's okay. a difference between being historically bad and just normal bad. So, like, you know, the Trailblazers this season are just, like, a normal bad team. Like, they'll get yeah. into games, yeah, yeah. and, like, even if they do lose embarrassingly well, they, to and the they Wizards. And they barely lost to the Wizards. Right, yeah. but you shouldn't lose to the Wizards. Well, Jimmy the Wizards had a layup, Jimmy Graham had a layup at the end, and he's like, uh-huh. do you want to put these guys next year, or should we get a draft <laughs> pick? And he went, oh, I'll miss it. So... Because if you left Ant, if you gave Ant that final shot, he'd have tried to make it. That, oh, that's right. why you yeah. get it to the veteran. That's yeah. a smart move. Um, that's great coaching is what that is. Oh. No? Poke the bear? They're Poke. just, like, bad, right? They're a normal bad NBA team. Sure. The Pistons are very much going to break the 76ers record. They're going to. Okay, so so here's here's I think you... it's 30 win- or 32 losses or something. Yeah. They're so, going to break it. The funny thing is they came out of the gates and won two out of three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were looking well improved. Bonnie Williams had that locker room going. So and there, then somebody two... slipped with someone else's wife. This is my theory. Yeah. Some adultery happened and they can't get over it in the locker so room. So their, their two wins this year are Charlotte, at Charlotte, and then uh, home against the Bulls, and then they have rattled off the 25 straight losses. They have Brooklyn, at Brooklyn, uh, today. And then uh, on Tuesday, they host Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, I so mean, that's... you might you might get right the doubleheader. Yep. You kind of it's very difficult to beat the same team twice, especially in the regular season in the NBA, because some teams just you take nights off, right? Sure, yeah, but yeah. it's almost as if like the Pistons are. Yeah, but that's one of those well, things that they people constantly say that. I think you're saying it because you've heard it so many. It's hard to beat a know, team twice in a row. It's well, in really the regular not. season, it is. No, because you have to get hard, up for the game. It's hard to beat a good team twice, maybe. Or or the 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 laws of probability, you know, make it so that it's hard to mm. but this is a terrible team. See, and I if they're in, easy to beat. Yeah. I believe in that theory for you for the playoffs. Yeah. I, I think it's stupid when people say they're like, oh, it's going to be tough to beat a team four times in a row to sweep. Well, oh, no, football, if football, especially people yeah. say it all the time, and it's just not true. It's like, not true, yeah. and it's not true in playoff basketball. I say in the regular season, though, it is because it's the regular season, and especially because of the case that we're not even at a third of the way of the season yet. So Brooklyn might very well just go, eh, take the L. Whatever. We got to kind of move on here. Especially they're in the East. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is their competition? But Brooklyn's a middling team. And then, right. the, and then so the uh, d- two yeah. games against Brooklyn, then they play Boston. No. No. Toronto. Probably not. Houston. Probably middle, not. Middle, Houston's good. Middling, middling team in the West. Do you know what it would cost you to go to Houston to watch the Rockets host the Pistons? No. Ten bucks. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Eleven dollars if you watch him play in Utah. I mean, I wouldn't pay it, but no, God, no. God, I'm no. just, I'm not a believer in watching bad sports. Like that yeah. was when, like, um, you know, COVID was going on, and I think the first to start sports again was Bundesliga. Is that right? Soccer, German soccer league. No idea. I don't even know. I'm Bundesliga pretty is. Sure, sure that was the first to start. Yeah. Everybody's like, "Well, I got to start watching it because it's." Part-. I was like. No, I don't really need to watch that because it's a lower <laughs> soccer league, and I also don't like soccer. I'm not watching that for the hell of yeah. watching it. Yep. Yeah. I, I just, what is going on in your head that you can't, like, edify yourself some other way than just saying, like, you know what? That's a horrible product. I really don't need to watch that. Which brings me back to Meringue. Okay. Dude, 
if they're this bad, you really don't need to cover it. And they're not even historically bad. This is what me coming back to the point here. Like if we were the Pistons and we were on this losing streak, then I'd start really watching. Yeah, there I'd you go, go. How long is this going to go on? But we're just regular bad. Yeah. We're just a bad team that's yep. not entertaining, that has no value whatsoever to the league, playing any good teams that will never play on national television. Here are your games to circle, I think. Uh, you have at Is this Wa- for the Bulls? This is for the Pistons. Oh, Pistons. Yeah, so at Washington, uh, January 15th, they've already beaten uh, Washington, I believe. And the Bulls are getting Oh, no, they've beaten Charlotte. By the way. The yeah, Bulls are, are, like, good without Zach Levine right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the Washington, uh, five-win Washington uh, Wizards that going could... through Charlotte, uh, January 24th. Charlotte, Washington maybe. again. Uh, these are home. This is a home stretch, yeah. too. So, so you, the, yeah. they're going to get their ass kicked by uh, Minnesota at home on the 17th. Then they have back-to-back games against Milwaukee, mm. both at home. They'll get annihilated. Then they have Charlotte. I, think I mean, Milwaukee you might be able to get just because their defense is putrid. Yeah, but they're on Maybe a, they're you chuck up enough threes, you get lucky. Who knows? They're on a hot streak. January 24th and 27th, back-to-back home games, uh, hosting Charlotte and Washington. And then uh, and then I think you jump to February 8th, where they're at Portland. If they're if Pit, the Pistons come in on a losing streak, would you try they're to get Their continued tickets? losing streak. Okay. And they beat the Blazers. Do, do you know what? Here. I, like, they break the streak against the Blazers. That would be the ultimate moment where I would, like, really plead with fans of this city to be like, J- just just get outside Moda Center yeah. in a massive mob and force Jody Allen to sell the team. January January 31st, uh, the Pistons play at the Cavaliers. Mm. Tickets are $8. Okay. That's, like, cheapest ticket. At well, 300. well th- then February 8th, they are at Portland over under $8 to see the Pistons play the Blazers. They're at Portland? They're on, on February 8th yeah. at Portland. At Portland. Over under oh, over. $8. Yeah, over. That's not over. It's $4. Oh, wow. You can get tickets for Portland hosting the Detroit Pistons for $4, Four according bucks. to ESPN. I think I think how, there's more expensive single drip that? coffee drinks from Starbucks. How about that? Yeah, and you know, four dollars. I'm, I'm, I now I had to pull up the Blazers schedule. You can you can watch them play Brooklyn on the 17th of January for six dollars. Yeah, and uh, I know generally we like to take this first seven dollars. Uh, se- oh, yeah. seven dollars. You can watch them play Oklahoma City Thunder on. Oh, that's a road game. Sorry, dang it. Um, yeah, they're host hosting Brooklyn for six dollars. We're just at home games. Yeah. yeah, you can watch them host Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Eight dollars. Right, that's pretty good. I know that we usually take this first segment to fart around, but I think this does bring up a very good point <laughs> about the whole like. Oh, we're done with that. That's a New Year's resolution. I'm oh, done farting we're no, around. We're no more farting around. No, no, no. Segment. We're all business. Yeah, we're all business. That's now. too bad because I had no, a good we, anecdote. No, no, we can for fart around morning. the rest of the show. The, it was two dudes in a hot tub. What's me? We, you, we can get back to it. Oh boy. Yeah. Who no, knows we can, if I'll remember it. Well, like, literally another segment coming up, like right after this one. But the commercials, like it's so yeah, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. so bought in. It's you and two dudes in a hot tub. Well, I'm not going to talk about it right now. I can remember it. I can remember that. I really got it. But, I've got the mental picture burned into my retina. But, but what I was going to say is like, you know, retina? do you re- you remember the moment where like uh, the Jailblazers, right? When we when people were really like getting behind Paul Allen selling the team, sure, right? They were like, Paul Allen's got to sell this thing. It's terrible. The difference between that and what's going on right now was that Paul Allen was trying. Like, he was. The players were terrible in the sense that, like, they didn't play well together and they were also getting arrested for and they were terrible horrible people. things. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible people. But at the end of the day, Paul Allen, year in and year out, you could tell he was trying. He was like, well, this isn't working. we got to try this now, this, you know, I'll throw everything at the wall. I don't know what Jody Allen is thinking or doing or well, trying or I, I don't think she cares really. Uh, I don't think it really matters much to her. And I think that really she's waiting the clock out to try to get that number up from what Phil Knight offered to buy the team. Let's start a Kickstarter. You and I buy the team. Huh? Buy the who, team. Who wants in? Do a yeah. Packers. Yeah, let's go. The whole city owns the team. 503 uh, to go fan. If you want to get in on this, uh, how much money would you be willing to chip in? How much money would you put in of your own money to buy the Portland Trailblazers? Well, how much of a stake would I get? 
Well, I don't know. I guess depending on the dollar amount, but then how much do I really want to? Because I'm guessing that like there's going to be some far wealthier people that will throw in what they consider child. Like somebody will be like, "Oh, I'll chip in ten grand." Okay. And like to me, that's like, "Oh, okay, well." So how much <laughs> would you chip in? Uh, I would give like a hundred bucks if I okay. got like a okay. a percentage point oh, of boy. ownership. If, you, if you're part of, I would this, get a vote. If you're part of this leadership uh, and you're willing to throw in a hundred bucks, uh, yeah. that, that doesn't even get you season tickets. That doesn't even get you tickets. Uh, I'd get a vote though. I guess it gets you a lot of tickets to the to the Pistons game. Yeah, it sure so, does. Yeah, yeah. So I when, could I could buy a whole row for me and my buddies. When Cade Cunningham <laughs> and uh, company come to town, let's see how many four dollars we get tickets tickets we can get to that game. We should just load up on those. Just go there and if you need a last minute else. Christmas present, go oh, down to the man. Blazers ticket office and load up on four dollar tickets to the Pistons game on February. If 8th. somebody put that in my stocking, I would legitimately be insulted. I'd be like you. <laughs> Why do you think I want to waste my time doing this? Why not just get me two two dollars scratch tickets? You know you have to pay extra for Root Sports Network right now, right? If you're an Xfinity customer. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. I'm not an Xfinity customer, but well, I guess I have their internet, but yeah, yeah. But the cable thing, they they literally thought, let's just squeeze all the money we can out of these dumbasses who will continue to watch this terrible product. Let's just do it. Let's see. Let's see how much they'll pay. Let's give it a shot. We'll yeah. roll old Chaunce out there, who's pretending like he's coaching, and then we'll get old Four Eyes out there at point guard, who can't seem to shoot three pointers. I to love save his Four life. Eyes. Would you stop? Screw that guy him? and screw this team. Uh, Done. You're the worst. Sell the team. Uh, Sell him or get a new coach. Get I know, Scotty Brown. Damn it! I know you were. I know you were texting in. Uh, during the Thursday morning show, Schultz and I were on. Yeah, I, I heard you when I was driving to the gym. I don't know how much of it you caught, but he is—he uh, is one of the we shouldn't have traded Dame guys. We got rid of Dame mm. too early. This team should still be built around Damian Lillard. That no. was working so well. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just telling. Nah, I mean, I just don't it, know if you caught that part. Yeah, no, I mean, it was time. I think really the, the problem that they're having is the fact that they didn't do a clean sweep. Yeah. Like you get rid of Dame, you need to now get, get rid, rid of the, the coach. Guy. Yeah, but I, well, because I think... you have a new GM who did not hire that guy, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna guess probably didn't okay it when Neil Douche said, "I want to hire my buddy who has had one year experience coaching." Yeah. Just because you're great at point guard doesn't mean you're a great coach. It actually does. It so, really does. It, nope, totally does. <laughs> uh, do you Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> do you know why we need to have this party on February eighth? I just I just pulled it up. I figured it was probably pretty close. Yeah. Well. I... That's the trade deadline. Oh, is it? So we have no idea who's going to be out there for the Blazers. Oh. We go to the Blazers game. We celebrate the trade deadline. Yes. It'll be fantastic. It's going to be interesting. Should we throw everything behind getting Zach Levine for no reason whatsoever? (laughs) Jeffrey on the text line is in. He would pay $5,000 to buy the Blazers, and he is a Lakers fan. Five grand. Five grand. This Kickstarter is going to start working. You do need to understand, though, Jeffrey and texters. On the Vancouver Ford text line, um, it's a it's a Packers thing. You're yeah. buying you're buying an ownership stake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not buying the team. It's I know. just you'll get a vote. But whenever right they gotta now, do something. right now we have fifty one hundred dollars. What okay. do we have to get to for Jody to sell it to us? Mm. As a group, yeah. I think if one of us committed contractually to model underwear for her. Oh yeah, we can do that. Can wasn't you, that wasn't you, that yeah, the thing? Yeah, she had can, one of her bodyguards do that, and then yeah, they sued well, her. I think it was all of her bodyguards doing. Oh, one all of, of her them bodyguards sued. doing that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I such think, a powerful woman owner. It's good to see women empowered like that. Right. Women who uh, uh, you know sexually assault people. Really, just a great person overall. Okay. I don't know enough about Jody Allen tired to, of to make it worth defending. I'm tired we're of trying, it all. I'm, we're trying I'm to so buy. Grinch. We have fifty one hundred dollars right now. We're well on our way. You're by the end of the, the show, by the end of the show, we'll see how much we can get. It's a worthwhile investment. So let's go. That's what I'm saying. Let's do it. All right. All ready right, to ready. go? Yeah. All right. Let's well, do it. I don't want to talk about this all day. Okay. Because you know, Blazers are terrible. What Pistons are terrible. So that's fun. What do you want to talk about? Dude, the NFL weekend. Oh. The rest of the NFL schedule is awesome. How excited are you? This is my favorite part of the sports calendar. Is the final run. Every game matters in the NFL, which is actually true, unlike what they say in college football. Mm. So that's where I want to start. Have you looked at the schedules coming up? I for have. The NFL weekend. Yeah. It's fantastic. We'll start there. This is a Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Jingity Jing. It's Dominic the Donkey. Jingity Jing. The Italian Christmas Donkey. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. That's me. I'm Luke Anderson. I'm awesome. There's Will Darkins. He's. Actually, I was out. Uh, I was out roaming about the uh, the city of Portland this weekend. I was talking with uh, a buddy of mine, and uh, there was a associate of his nearby. He's like, "Hey, I know that voice, and it's eight. He goes, "Man, Will Darkens is the best. He's hilarious. Go Beeves. Got one of those. Got one of those for you this week." Yeah, I, I think you made that up. I did not. Oh, I did not. That, that sounds very made up. Nope. Really? What, what part was his it? name? Lance. Lance, huh? Yeah. Lance is a big fan. Big fan. Sounds Get a like big a, fan out in Oregon City, homie. That's a nice, like, pull out of the back kind of name. Really? It wasn't like, a, you didn't, like, huh? you didn't go like, oh, Tom. Lance was just unique enough. It was like. Yeah. Well, hey, if you don't believe me, don't believe me. That's fine. But there's at least one person that enjoyed you on the radio. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there you, there, there you go. Thanks, Lance. Yeah. You shouldn't have to disparage poor Lance. I'm not disparaging someone that doesn't exist. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> kind of are. Uh, the NFL weekend started on Thursday. Indeed. Saints trying to claw their way back into the game against the uh, Rams, who uh, are starting to look more and more formidable. I mean, who had Puka Nakua as a, uh, a, a name at the beginning of the season that was going to impact the NFL season this much. But that dude's awesome to watch. Yeah, he's awesome to watch. I'm not so on the Rams yet, uh, even though they have won, I believe, five of six. Yeah. Uh, edging out the becoming Saints. Becoming more formidable. I didn't, yeah, I didn't say watch out world, yeah. but you've got you've got the Cowboys who are inconsistent. You've yeah. got the Eagles who are on a slide. You've got the 49ers who look unbeatable, but they're facing a very tough opponent this week. And it feels like... At any point, they could lose their top three or four playmakers to injury because, let's be honest, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel all have injury history. And I know we love Brock Purdy. He didn't make it through the one season that he played, so I don't want to say that he's injury-prone either. But you lose one or two guys on the 49ers roster. I mean, the Rams looking more and more formidable, I will say. Now, here's what I will say. Here's a tasty nugget for you to chomp on. Whoa. A tasty potential I really, nug. I really don't like the way that you said Sink any of Sink your that. teeth into this juicy nug. Can I, I'd rather not. Rams most likely, if they make the playoffs, yeah. would be a sixth seed. Right. Most likely would be. Right now, they're the sixth seed. Right. So They'd I probably s- sneak in six. I suppose that's right, because whoever lives, loses to East is going to be the fifth seed. Talk about a uh, sweet little wild card weekend. Lions-Rams. Yeah. Stafford so Stafford. That's... Pretty fantastic. Well, and Jared Goff. 
let's be honest, Jared Goff has, a, has plenty to, yeah. to bite back. And the, yeah, I can get behind that. That is actually kind of where I want to start things. I was going to start in the AFC, but we can do it right here in the NFC. Which, so right now, if your playoffs were to start, it would be Cowboys-Vikings. <laughs> hey, well. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to scoff at that. Anything Cowboys playoffs, I won't scoff at because <laughs> I, it's history, dude. Well, I don't know about you, but the NFC always goes deeper than me. Like it just always feels like there's more. Like oh, that there's some history there. Oh, there's some. There's just always a little bit more intrigue. Mm. And we go through the AFC. We'll do it in the next segment. But uh, just looking at it, this one always seems more intriguing. Uh, but then, as you mentioned, the Detroit Lions and uh, and Los Angeles Rams would be everything. That would be great. Yeah. It'd be, it would be. It would be an offensive fire fest. It would remind me probably of the uh, Lions-Chargers fire game. Fire fest? Like, uh, they go oh, to the no, man. And... Just tossing the ball out there. I mean, do you remember the Lions-Chargers yes. game like three weeks ago where it was just bad? That was one of my favorite games I've watched actually all season was yeah. that Lions-Chargers game just because of the fact they just went back and forth the entire time. That's probably what you would get with Rams-Lions uh, in a playoff atmosphere, especially because of the fact that Come on, man! You'd be in Detroit. You in know how Detroit? crazy that place would be going. Dude, it, well, yes, with Matthew first Stafford home back. playoff game and how long? Let's go, let's go. Now, uh, it probably won't happen that Minnesota stays in. If uh, if I looked at the schedule correctly, Minnesota plays the Lions, the Packers, then the Lions again. Yeah, it's off memory. So I'm expecting the Vikings to be out of there, which means you could have the Seahawks probably don't have the saints in there boy that game was great wasn't it what's that the monday night game oh yeah come on that was fantastic what else do you want i mean the seahawks the seahawks finish so their schedule is at titans this weekend and i don't think will levis is playing by the way that's what it sounds like it sounds more and more like that gino is going to play it sounds like it's good um and then hosting the seven and seven steelers they won't be seven and seven next week uh, but the Steelers at home, mm-hmm. and then finishing at Cardinals for the Seahawks. Yeah, got a nice little path there. By far the easiest path of any of these teams in the middle. The Saints have already played their Week uh, 15 matchup. 15? 16? 16? Week well, 16 We are matchup. in Week 16. Yeah. They've already played their Week 16 matchup and lost. They also have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on their schedule still to finish. Now, that's going to be a rowdy one because Tampa Bay has legitimate uh, chance to uh, win that division, which well, sure. is just poo-poo. Well, they're um, sitting at 7-7 seven seven right now. I mean, they're, yeah. they're they're leading the division. So, I mean, the Falcons still have a shot at it. Uh, but that's kind of a mess. And then the Rams finish uh, at the 49ers, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think it's a I think it's a road game. But that'll be a tough one for them to win. But the Seahawks, I, I the first thing I text my dad after the uh, after they win that Monday night game, I go, here's their schedule. If they can't win at Titans, home against the Steelers, at Cardinals, they don't belong in the playoffs, which is kind of the way I look at it. They could still make the playoffs, but I don't really want to watch them. If, they, if, if they're looking at their schedule going, all right, if we just win this and they can go out and perform, then I'm very excited to see them. It's nice to see a hot team going into the playoffs, but if they can't win those games, I'm not as excited. Are you starting to err more on wanting a high-quality quarterback because you're starting to see that the rest of this team is actually good. Like you have a you have a pretty a pretty well filled out roster. Like your weapons are 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 uh, aged like a cheddar. They're uh, very good. They're in their prime, and it seems as if though Gino, I will say, is a lot better than I expected. Yeah. he's not quite what you would need to take. What you would consider to be the next step, which would be winning a playoff game. I just, to be entirely honest with you, I just need more consistency. Mm. It's like uh, they were put up the numbers on the Monday night game, and I know DK Metcalf ended up having like a big final drive mm-hmm. and fourth quarter, but he hadn't been targeted the whole game. Like it was, yeah. he, it kind of disappeared. And there's games where you have a guy that's that big and that imposing where it's just like, dude, throw him a wide receiver screen once every four series at least, and just let him go out and see if he can wreak some havoc. And you see how creative teams like Miami and San Francisco and are with getting the ball in their playmakers hands. Mm. And I think a lot of times you see Seattle and you just kind of go, what are we doing? You've got this running back in and uh, Kenneth Walker, who is an absolute beast. You've got DK Metcalf, who's a freak of nature out there. Tyler Lockett can disappear for big spells, and he's one of the more consistent wide receivers. But you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba has been kind of like, 
all right, what are they doing with this guy? He mm. makes a, the big winning catch, but like they have all the weapons, and I don't think it's the quarterback's fault. I think it's a creativity. Oh, and it's Shane, a Pete Carroll problem. This well, is, yeah, this is Shane, Pete Carroll offense to very, a T. Very, it's follow the process and follow yeah. the plan. Do not deviate. Yeah, it's I, and I know that it got to get dumbed down, but that was maybe the thing about Russell Wilson holding on to the ball a little bit longer where there's always a little bit more excitement. But you would think that there's got to be ways where you can take – the success that they had with Russell Wilson with these long developing plays and go, cool. How can we do that faster? Mm. You have Shane Waldron, who is, who I, I think once, uh, you know, got to get to touch the shoulder of Sean McVay. So he should know all of this stuff, right? Wasn't that the, uh, the secret sauce for years, which get anybody that knew McVay. Cliff Kingsbury had lunch with him. Yes, he did. He did. He looked right into his eyes, saw his soul. Um, so that's, that's my biggest thing is just consistency. And that's, and that's any great team. It's, you have to go out there consistency on both sides too. Cause that defense, you can put, put Jamal Adams up at the line of scrimmage and he goes and wreaks havoc one play, the next play, he just gets swallowed up and disappears. You put him back in the secondary, he'll make a rocking hit one play. Next play he's getting beat by 15 yards on a, by Debo Samuel. And you're like, okay, where do you put this guy? What do you, what do you do with that dude. What do you do with this linebacking core that's still Bobby Wagner is the best player, but he's no longer the athlete that he was. How do you how do you just make it all gel? That's mm-hmm. what you really need. Mm-hmm. You have three weeks to do it. And if you can get it rolling into the playoffs, I think they can I think they can be disruptive. But I don't I don't know I don't know who the best team is outside of San Francisco. So wild card weekend, like Philadelphia, the way they're playing right now, they would be matched up against Tampa Bay right now. Confident that Philadelphia is just going to roll through that? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident in Baker Mayfield playoff football. I don't disagree with that either. The other options to win that division are the Saints and the Falcons. So yeah, yeah. Do the Panthers still have a chance? No, they are okay. eliminated. They have two wins. Okay. The three teams eliminated in the NFC are the Washington Commanders, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Carolina Panthers. Oh, good. Yeah. Bears still mathematically alive. That's good. Yeah. Keep Justin Fields for another year. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Why would you just keep rolling the dice at this point? Just, just, yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, yeah, at a certain point you have to ask, like, is it us? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Like, is it? I don't know. That's fair. I mean, what are you going to do? Get Caleb Williams and then you have a 50% chance he gets hurt year one. Yeah, well, Carolina- he will because that offensive line's horrible. <laughs> yeah, Carolina is uh, not getting a quarterback. You would assume because they have Bryce, Bryce Young, uh, the it. number two pick. Well, they wouldn't have it, right? Because they traded. Oh, that's it. right. That's right. They don't. Yeah, but uh, but even if because this is a quarterback rich draft. I mean, you're yeah, you're going five six deep where you have legitimate prospects. Well, Arizona, do you expect them to get a new quarterback? See, that's another tricky yep. one because of the fact that I don't think there's a market for Kyler Murray, quite honestly. I think it, it's like, well, yeah, he can come back and he can play well in the last four or five games of the season, but at the same time, he is a a scheme-specific guy. Like, you got to build the offense around him. It's, it's not like, you know, Joe Flacco, where apparently you can put him <laughs> anywhere and he, he throws – Throws for three hundred yards. Throw football hard, hey, man. It's, it's the, red, um, the formula still works. It but, is interesting though, man. I mean, seriously, like you're going to have some quarterbacks that are uh, way better than their stees that are going to get picked in like the third and fourth round. Yeah. Like you could have Bo Nix getting picked third, fourth round because of the fact everybody's just going to go. Well, I, I, we're good. We don't need a quarterback. Well, let's just wait and see what happens. I did have a thought. Tell me what you think of this. Uh, you talk about the Pete Carroll offense, mm. and you know it's a. This is how we do things. Wouldn't Bo Nix feel like a good fit for that kind of offense. He could a guy that makes decisions quickly. Mm-hmm. He's tough. He can move, but it's not his first choice. He wants to get the ball out of his hands. But he, nobody processed the game faster than him in college football this year. Seems to have good connections with his coaches. Yeah. Important for Pete Carroll. Yep. Gotta gotta have his guy in there in terms of a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, that's not it. I mean, you know, Carroll and Gino seem to have a pretty good connection. Obviously, him and Russell Wilson were like mind meld. <laughs> well, the thing that I liked about Gino when he came in, because even before Russ was traded, he had that finger injury where Gino got a cup few starts mm-hmm. or whatever. The first few series that Gino was in there, he just goes out there and got the ball out of his hands. Before three and a half seconds. And I was like, oh my God, this is such a relief. And it was working really well because it caught people off guard. And then last year it was kind of the same thing. And then this year it's kind of been kind of that, 
well, we need to do more. We need more from the quarterback position. And then when you try to do more, you're holding the ball longer and it just doesn't work. So I look at Bo Nix and I go, man, you put that guy in a Pete Carroll offense where it's like, run, run, run. All right, we're throwing the ball. Let's just get it out quick. Make the right read and let's move on, get three yards and let's go. Might not be a bad fit. So if he's, if he's sitting there in the third round and Seattle were able, to, that's a steal. I, uh, wouldn't be the worst idea. Yeah, and you've got some, uh, you've got some value in Drew Locke because of his start on Monday night. Uh, yeah. Hey, get a third round pick for him. Yeah. Make it. Hmm. Yeah, just thought. Yeah, just thought. All right, we'll look at the AFC. We'll do that after this sports interrupted. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Center and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, so eventually we'll get to the AFC playoff picture. Uh, we'll get to Will's hot tub with other dudes story. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about Christmas at some point because uh, that's coming up. Uh, don't, no, we can't do that. No? No. Uh, this is an agnostic show. We don't favor... Any holiday. I don't think that's true. I think we're very, uh, very Christ-driven on this show, and we will celebrate Christmas uh, because uh, that's what we do. We also talk about our guns and uh, our churches. That's true. We're bringing on Ty at uh, 10.40 to talk about his new M4 he got. It was a stocking stuffer. There you go. Uh, Slight derailment here, though. Uh, You said that the uh, worst town on the Oregon coast is Coos Bay. That is my vote. I have Money Inc.'s list of the 20 worst places to live in Oregon. I don't need to go through all the reasons for you. Now, what Uh, what is it? Hold on a second. Now, you got to give me at least some qualifications here. What makes it bad? In their uh, in their view, uh, so let's see what they're happy lifestyle. On the other hand, crime, percentage of people out of work, underfunded schools, poverty levels, low house prices, lack of entertainment options, also factor into the role. Okay, fair enough. Undesirable places to live. List of twenty. I tried to make it fair because I put in worst places to live in Oregon. Ninety nine percent of the list showed up on the Google homepage. Most dangerous places to live. Uh, and, that tells you something. Well, yeah, but well, yeah, that's how people think. But <laughs> well, and also, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> well, no, what is that? Like we have a low crime rate in this state. Well, yeah, but there seems da- to be getting higher. Oh, yeah, but there's dangerous places everywhere. But you and I both thrive on danger, so I didn't want that to be the that is de- true. determining factor. Undesirable places to live, like bad schools and yeah, yeah. nothing to do. Mm. Also, work. Uh, so on the list, uh, Coos Bay comes in at number ten. And there is one coastal city worse than it. At number eight, the worst coastal city in Oregon? Seaside. Hmm. Now, it might not be the worst to visit, but the worst, worst to, to live, live in. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they said uh, the it's bad funding, I guess. Yeah. Uh, economic issues are the primary driver for this uh, on the bad places to live. Safety is not a major concern, um, but not only is the percentage of people out of work relatively high, but the schools are seriously underfunded. Yeah, I could see that because your main driver, <clears throat> I, I suppose Coos Bay doesn't factor in tourism as a driver for economic growth. Yeah. And Seaside, I think that's. I would assume that's number one. Based on crime statistics alone, many people would expect to find Coos Bay further down the list uh, as statistics that have it the fourth, fourth most dangerous place to live. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's... I have visited Coos Bay, yeah. and my brother lived in Coos Bay for two years. And in fact, he had his apartment broken into and all well, this stuff still. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, high unemployment, uh, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, low average income. So it's it's not doing great. Yeah, it's number ten. It is right behind Portland, uh, who's well, at at eleven. What's the worst place to live in Oregon? What do you think the worst place to live in Oregon is? So did it? Okay, so you said Portland was at what? Uh, at number eleven. Oh, Portland's at 11. Yeah. Do they consider Gresham a separate place? Yep, Gresham's on there. Gresham's number nine. It's right in, in between uh, the two coastal cities. Okay, Gresham. Um, trying to think of terrible. Nyssa? I don't see Nyssa on the okay. list. I don't even know where Nyssa is. Uh, it's way east. Okay. Yeah. Baker? Baker? No, didn't make the list. Not mm -hmm. a lot of far east towns. Okay, I'll quit it. there then. Um, I don't Medford. Uh, no, no Medford, Medford on the list, unless I'm missing it. It's one of the ones that have got pictures and paragraphs for mm. all of them. Uh, St. Helens? No. Uh, here, number five, worst place to live in Oregon is Cottage Grove, huh. which is a delightful name for a town. Klamath yeah. Falls, number four. Prineville, oh. number three. Is That's the far e farthest east I saw on here. Yeah. Ontario, maybe that's further east. I don't know where Ontario is. And then, uh. Ontario, I believe, south. Madras is your worst. Madras is worst, huh? Central, now I yeah. did forget about Klamath Falls. I did. I Klamath Falls, yes, notably bad. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, on this on the list right here. Yeah. Money then, Inc. says don't go and move to Madras anytime soon. Um. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I have this driven is March twenty fourth of twenty twenty three. Yeah, so I have driven through Madras, and yeah. though I didn't spend time there, I I knew I didn't need to. There um, but Klamath Falls, I remember there is a TV station there, an NBC affiliate. That I uh, I was wanting to interview for for a producer job many 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 years back, and I remember started looking online and being like, "What's it like living in Klamath?" And people were like, "There's nothing to do. Yeah. Plus, you might get robbed." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm not going to work there." Yeah, yeah. Seems less seems less appealing. There's your list of the worst places to live in Oregon, ladies and gentlemen. We need to get to something we call good versus evil. We do that next. Sinner and Saint on 1080 The Fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. <laughs> Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. Get up there on him, jam him, and when he runs away from you, then just run him down. You with me? Don't get into a quickness game with him, because you're not very quick. Still my favorite Mike Depp moment of any sport, because <laughs> you're not very quick. All right, it's now an open secret. Bill Belichick's probably going to get fired or just leave. Uh, it'll be an amicable split. Right. There is the thought out there in the NFL, though, that trading Bill Belichick could be a possibility as the crafts tend to want value and are cheap. What would be the best trade scenario for a team to acquire the hoodie? 
Oh, um, can you get Justin Herbert back for him? Just that's to, kind of been the the Chargers have been very much a uh, a push. People have said they have assets, they could do it. Yeah, but if you're Bill Belichick, why would you allow yourself to be traded? That's the that would be the dumb part. Is if you're going to a team, you don't want them to be less than. If you're trading draft picks for a roster that you think is ready to win now, then you can do that. And obviously, well, so you would quit then. Well, that's what I would do, wouldn't you? If you if you if you uh, thought you were... I think there's a financial problem with that. Yeah, well, maybe that. Because I'm sure there's something in this contract that says well, if you quit, here's the penalty. Yeah. So so then my thought immediately goes to if you're if you're Bill Belichick, trade for future assets, trade give a first round pick for uh, for Bill Belichick, and, and San Diego seems like the landing spot that makes the most sense. You've got a quarterback that seems to have a good head on his shoulder, certainly got a good arm on his shoulder. So uh, going down there where you have all the pieces and seeing what he can do, I'd be very curious to see if Bill Belichick is uh, is warmly embraced by another fan base if he doesn't go in and win right away. Uh, but the, whatever experiment happens next year, I'm, uh, I'm for the entertainment value that it will provide. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, we wasted time again, so it's time for my favorite story of the week. And this one comes from science. Science. I love science. Big fan of science. Science. We're all about coulda, not shoulda. There you go. Okay, you ready for this? No. It's not so much a story as it is a study and a research report. Okay, let's hear it. Here's your headline. Risk of penile fractures rises at Christmas, doctors find. Should I make a stocking stuffing joke or should I leave it alone? No, I want to hear the joke. Oh, probably stuffing all those stockings. <laughs> uh, it wasn't <No>. even good. <laughs> it wasn't gonna be. I was hoping you had something better, like really clever. Yeah, or just slightly, <laughs> just slightly clever. Oh, no. It didn't need to be great. No, no, but it no. was bad. Of course, it was bad. I could have told you that. I should have just left it alone. All right. It may be the season of loving and giving, but doctors have warned against embracing this spirit too enthusiastically, at least where sexual relations are concerned. They have discovered that the Christmas period is associated with a significantly increased risk of penile fractures, a medical emergency in which, uh, well, you know, it snaps. Yeah, you break it. Fractured the whole thing. Quote, this injury tends to occur during wild sex, particularly in positions where you're not in direct eye contact with your partner. <laughs> Sad. Such as the reverse wait, cowgirl. Wait, you, Says a, a wait, urologist. You could make eye contact while doing it? I know. Uh, let's see. Suspecting that the intimacy and euphoria of the festive season might be a risk factor for this type of injury, uh, this doctor and his colleagues examined the hospital data for 3,421 men who have sustained penile fractures in Germany between 05 and 2021. Oh, well, it's in Germany. Of course they're busting their weens out there. Well, not only that, like, that's not really that many fractures between 15 years. Yeah, at Christmas. That's not that bad. Yeah, well, that's a statistical anomaly, if anything else. Yeah, if you've ever seen the way that Germans decorate for Christmas, you know they're having wild sex out there. <laughs> Here's the, one of my favorite <laughs> lines from it. In fact, if every day was like Christmas, 43% more penile fractures would have occurred in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> you left out the Germany part. This changes everything. Yeah, it's uh, that checks out for you. Oh yeah, I mean, you know. Know where the Yule log came from? Hey, oh, now see that was all right. Yeah, better. The stuff, the stuff, stuff, <laughs> that was just like, well, yeah. should I make the joke? All right, well, Probably that's stuff and all the stuff. Listen, I mean, well, I gave you the punchline <laughs> in the question that I asked you. Uh, the quote, it this is the doctor again. Quote, it would be interesting to see. Uh, data wait, from this other is a countries. German doctor, I assume. Can it please, is, of can, course. Can you please use a German accent? Okay, that's God intended. To... Quote, it would be interesting to see data from other countries, but in Germany, Christmas Christmas week widely celebrated, while New Year's Eve tends to be a bit more quieter. Interesting, because people are not going to sleep. No. That's right. Because they do other things. <laughs> I'm going to put my sugar plum so it dances in your head. <laughs> no? Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, well, Germans are freaks and they get freakier at Christmas. Works for me. Yeah, I oh. suppose so. I don't know why Christmas would do that. I don't know. 
know. I mean, a lot of reasons. Uh, I think New Year's, I, I tend to agree with the doctor's assumption, at least. New Year's would, would tend to be the case. Now, uh, that's an overconsumption holiday. Uh, and as much uh, intent. Oh, really? Yeah. As much intent is there, as much intent as there is, I don't think a lot of people make it all the way to, uh, you know, the, the rough and wild night. That they hoped it would be. So that's interesting. You consider it a, a uh, overconsumption holiday, New Year's. Don't you? Not really. New Year's Eve, people don't go out and get wasted. I think um, it's a lot of people stand in the middle of the street. It's very it's a very publicly celebrated holiday. If you think about mm-hmm. if you think about New Year's Eve and the biggest parties that are out there is getting a lot of people together uh, to the point where it's not your close friends and family. Uh, whereas Christmas time, it is uh, you know more private events with your loved ones. And for some people that don't have big family gatherings or whatever, mm-hmm. they, they can get pretty lonely. And so you get with somebody that uh, you know. Maybe you don't get along with uh, conversationally, but you do physically. Then you go at it until you, you know, snap their ween off. No? I like how you got it right back around to it. Well, well, that's what we're talking about, right? Uh, Vancouver Ford text line. This is a uh, reference to our last um, segment. Where does Will's mom's house rank on the worst places to live in Oregon? (laughs) Uh, well done. You moved out of there, so well played. I, yeah. yeah, it got better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't plan on moving back in anytime soon, do you? It's a legit question. Yeah, there you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is a good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Uh, if you're looking for a little Meli Kaliki Maka in your life, go to 808. You can order right on their website, ate-oh-ate. Dot com Hour two, we will talk about uh, awkward hot tub moments with Will Darkens. We will talk about the AFC playoffs. And we will tell you what to watch this weekend. That's all coming up on The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.